Welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast with your hosts, Michael L. and Lee M. On this show, we strive to provide inspiration through interviews with members of the recovery community, through the lens of the Daily Reflection book. Each day, a new inspirational passage and a thought for the day. Maybe it'll help you keep focused on recovery, give you some inspiration. Today is February 14th, and Lee and I are discussing the concept of expectations versus demands. We'll get to the show in a minute. Before, I'd like to ask a favor. If you're listening on a podcast network like Apple Podcasts, for example, they give you the ability to hit the subscribe button and make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, if you could provide a rating, they give you a five-star rating system in Apple Podcasts, but there are other rating systems as well. If you're listening on YouTube, you could subscribe and hit the thumbs up. Uh, But ratings give us feedback. Let us know what you're thinking so we can continually improve. And it also helps us appear in the search engine rankings so more people can find us. Greatly appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Lee. How you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great as well. Today is February 14th, and um, I'm going to get us started with the daily reflection for today. How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Expectations versus demands. Burn the idea into the consciousness of every man that he can get well regardless of anyone. The only condition is that he trust God and clean house. Alcoholics Anonymous, page 98. Dealing with expectations is a frequent topic at meetings. It isn't wrong to expect progress of myself, good things from life, or decent treatment from others. Where I get into trouble is when my expectations become demands. I will fall short of what I wish to be, and situations will go in ways I do not like, because people will let me down sometimes. The only question is, what am I going to do about it? Wallow in self-pity or anger? Retaliate and make a bad situation worse? Or will I trust God's power to bring blessings on the masses? Or will I trust God's power to bring blessings on the messes in which I find myself? Will I ask Him what I should be learning? Do I keep on doing the right things? I know how to do, no matter what. Do I take time to share my faith and blessings with others? Hmm. That's a good one. They're all good. They're all good. This one hits, though. Expectations. I know I'm know. I. I'm an expectation generation machine. Yeah, I think expectations are pre-planned resentments. Yeah. And, um, you know, at this stage of sobriety anyway, that not attaching to outcomes, like not having – when I when I get attached to the outcome that I want to see, it creates – stress and anxiety in my life Mm. when I can just, sorry, go ahead. So, so how do you deal with that? You know, it's a constant, it's a constant practice of staying in the moment, staying where my feet are, trusting God, trusting that everything is unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to for my greater good. And that's just, you know, something I've learned by practicing over and over again and by, you know, walking through life sober for a few years, recognizing that so many situations that I wanted to turn out a certain way didn't, and it turned out even better than I would have 
potentially, you know, hoped for. But it, it takes time to learn that. And what about you? What do you what do you think? Well, you know, I'm I'm not super good at this. I still get into situations where I have expectations and I try and you know, on a daily basis I try and practice the steps and a big one in my life today is the third step, turning my life and my will over. And I think that's kind of what this reflection is saying when it says, what am I going to do about it? Um, in, in all parts of my life, what am I going to do about it? I'm going to go to the program and I'm going to go to my higher power and I'm going to ask for guidance and I'm going to ask for acceptance. And um, I don't know about you, but 417 is dog-eared. And you know that's the page of the book where it talks about acceptance being the answer to all my problems today. You know, when I have massive expectations about any given situation, it's because I haven't accepted that it's going to be the way it's supposed to be in literally every case. There's nothing that happens in, in God's world with, you know, by mistake. So, I mean, that's helpful, but it's not a a hundred percent solution because I still, in many cases, pull back my will and I still ride on those expectations to the place of where it mentions here, you know, wallowing in self-pity, anger, retaliation. Uh, but the beautiful thing about it is that, you know, I don't get very far these days. Uh, I, I get maybe to the evening and sometimes to the next day where I practice the 10th step and I, I look at my behavior from the previous days or several hours and I look at where I've been selfish and self-centered and you know, not thinking of others first. So that's kind of how I deal with it. And um, man, what a, what a beautiful program for living. Like it's a, it's a framework for a really successful life. Don't you think? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, you know, certainly a framework for a successful life that I never had before because before, you know, I was literally self-will run riot, like just spinning around. I, I, I like to describe myself as a pinball in a pinball machine, just bouncing off of my emotions or bouncing off of fear and just, you know, butting up against something and then reacting and taking action and, and trying to pre-plan everything. And, you know, now like you, I think I still do attach to that sometimes. Um, but it's the pain that kicks me back into, like, I know what to do. The tool is pray, ask God to show me the way, ask God to give me the intuitive knowledge of what to do. Um, trust that I'm safe no matter what. Um, but sometimes I don't do that until the pain of what I am doing hits me. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll feel some anxiety or I'll feel some fear. And then all of a sudden I realize, okay, wait, this is me trying to control something. You know, do you feel like you have other tools besides relying on your memory or just remembering to to turn it over? I check in with my sponsor pretty regularly. I check in. I have women in the program that I trust that uh, hold me accountable. I tell everything to them, most things anyway. <laughs> I There's never one thing that I don't tell somebody, hmm. but um but I make sure that I have a circle of accountability around me. Um, I journal. I check in with myself. You know, someone asked me if if meetings were really necessary. And, you know, I, I believe that for, for an alcoholic like myself, I need to go to meetings. And this is one, one of the reasons why. Because, you know, if, I, if I'm in pain, 
and I'm refusing to, for whatever reason, to, to turn it over and to ask God for help, which I'll do on occasion. Um, I, I will go to a meeting and nine times out of 10, I'll hear something and someone will share something that will remind me. And that's so powerful to, to, to go to a fellowship and hear people tell the group something that you're dealing with or, or something that you're feeling or, and that's a great reminder. That's, that's, that's the thing that, you know, the fellowship always brings me back to the program. Mm-hmm. So true. So important to go to meetings. And um, it is funny how it feels sometimes like God just plants whatever you need to hear in that meeting. Like more often than not, I go to a meeting and I think, wow. And and more often than not, I go to a meeting that I didn't even want to go to to begin with. Yeah. And I'm sitting in there and I think, thank God I came here. I heard exactly what I needed to hear, but I have to be willing to hear it too. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be fertile soil. Yep. Yeah. I have to be open-minded and you know, willing to think that I don't have all the answers. Anything else we need to tell the audience before we, before we wrap up? I think we need to tell them that it's Valentine's Day and they should have a great day. I don't know. Yeah. It is Valentine's Day and I hope you're all enjoying it. Be good to your loved ones. And if you don't have someone very close to you, be good to yourself. Enjoy Valentine's Day today. And if you want to join us online, you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash daily reflection podcast you can find us on twitter at daily reflector you can find us on our blog we write about recovery at blog.dailyreflectionpodcast.com thanks everyone have a great day